When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You're a bunch of idiots. I thought that Macho Man Randy Savage had passed away. I'm glad to hear that he is still calling us to tell us how stupid we From are. You're a bunch of idiots. Dave and Mahoney. Poke it with the broom. Chris, you've owned multiple homes over the years. Have you ever <laughs> poked a fire detector with a broom and it button. just stopped beeping? The button. I like that. You're just poking it with a broom. <laughs> Which, by the way, is something an old person does at that point. They just start poking things. Mahoney's just going to walk over and start whacking it. So <laughs> see if it'll stop. Dave and Mahoney. I think if you're worried about people knowing whether you're high or not, you shouldn't be getting high. Talk to you later, Mike. <laughs> I don't like to smoke weed or do edibles around anybody except for myself. I'm with you, Mahoney. Anytime that I get high, I'm like, talk to you later, Mike. <laughs> right. no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, you've been talking a lot this week about uh, pooping your pants. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, you said that your stomach has been bothering you, not because you've got some sort of bug necessarily, but because you've been chiefing so many recolas that it is affecting your tum-tum. I've been, re- I've been freebasing them recolas, David. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if this has anything to do with it. Probably not. But um, if you have been taking medication because you've also been a little under the weather, family dollars is recalling numerous products, including over-the-counter drugs. A lot of them have to do with uh, colds due to improper storage in 23 states. I don't love this. So various pain relievers, treatment creams, cough suppressants, laxatives, eye drops, toothpaste, and more. And running it down, it's Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, Nebraska, New Mexico, Nevada, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. Are you doing the that Johnny Cash song, like I've been everywhere, man? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, so Family Dollar has been instructed that its uh, affected storage uh, items need to be removed from shelves. But that's that's just the last thing you want, right? Like, you go to the store and you buy something to make you feel better, and then it's going to make you ill like that's just that's no good. yeah Nobody absolutely i mean like you're already making a bad situation worse especially when it comes to things that we are putting into our bodies they need to be handled with the utmost care and uh do better family dollar uh customers who bought these items can actually return the items to the store without a receipt so you know have fun cool some uh, some good news today as well that uh, crazy chick Carly Russell has been found guilty for faking her own abduction. Uh-huh. So found guilty on fabricating a false kidnapping story in Alabama. The judge recommended a one-year jail sentence for her. She was convicted of false reporting to law enforcement and then falsely reporting the incident, both misdemeanors, parading herself out of the news, talking about how she saw some toddler walking around on the interstate. The dumbest One of the story that you've stories. ever yeah. heard. And we've heard, you know, so many of the inside scoops about what she was doing, being held up in certain places around town. You know, it, it, making this a, you know, diverting public funds, diverting, you know, public manpower and getting everybody uh, up in arms. Man, it's just... Uh, 
just unforgivable. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a terrible person, and who knows exactly what was going on or why you decided to fabricate the story if you're just so desperate for attention. She says she plans to appeal the judge's ruling. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. So, Chris, our executive producer, just told us something that kind of floored Mahoney and I. Maybe that's goes to say something about our work ethic and or discipline. But you wake up every morning at 3.30 in the morning so you can get a workout in before you go to work? Yeah. That's just well, well, wild. Well, hold, 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 hold on a second, because I don't want people to think I'm in shape. Uh, I get up early regardless. I, I am not the person that can roll out of bed and then just take off and go straight to work. Like, I have a routine I've been doing for half of my adult life where I start with black coffee, check up on emails, do some things, take the dogs out. You know, it's just the way that I function. Okay. But I've decided that it's, you know, like, you know, every every pound just keeps adding up every week, you know, mm-hmm. and it's time mm-hmm. to do something about it. So I know that if I do it before work, it's, first of all, I'm going to get it out of the way. Second of all, I'm doing... No, it makes perfect sense. And I yeah. know people that do this, I don't think... Ever, not a single time in my life have I ever woken up before work, if I have to be at work really early, right? Like we like we do. And got to work out in before work. For the record, for people that don't know this, I'm here usually like 45 minutes before these guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's But yeah. I mean, you wake up every morning. Are you saying that you wake up every morning at 3.30 in the morning? Regardless. Regardless. And you're Regardless. just up. Yeah. Dude, I huh. that is so foreign to me. I mean, again, we all wake up early. But I wake up just with just enough time to get dressed, get cleaned up, and get out the door and get on the road. Yeah. And make it here on time. That's the, that's, I sleep as late as humanly possible. I have got it down to a science. I know exactly what time I have to get out of bed. I know exactly what time I have to be walking downstairs. I know exactly the time I have to be walking out the door. And there is 0% chance that I'm going to upend that so that way I can go, Hit the elliptical before I come to work. Like, like do you shower or before work too? Yeah. After well, you work out, yeah, of course. Well, I, I don't to, know. I I'm, I'm a nighttime shower, so I don't like. I, I shower at night. So, and sometimes I will actually. So, don't shut up. Don't make fun of me because I already know you guys are gonna. We would I, never. I have a desk treadmill in my home office. I hate you. So I. What so, are you talking about? I, I want to fight you. I like, a, when I see those commercials of those little. Desk treadmills where you just sit there and just swift your feet back and forth. I want to just break. I want to buy well, them all so I can snap them no, over you're my knees. Supposed to stand on those. Yeah, I, thought, I have right? a stand. I have a, a desk that I. It's electric. I can change the height on it so I can sit down if I want. I can stand up if I want. I had this at my last radio job too. And if I'm going to be standing in front of a computer working, I might as well be walking while I'm doing it too. Kill two birds with one stone. So I do. After the show's over, every day I go <sighs> home and I work on tomorrow's show doing the same thing. And don't shame on me your for little it. treadmill. On my little treadmill. I dislike your work now. <laughs> it was so great before this, and now all the segments that you do, they are tainted, knowing that you're sitting there just jazz- calories, just jazzercising while, while you're putting together fast food freakouts. <laughs> Audrey wanted to bring a standing treadmill. I support for, her. The, for the studio. No. No. We're not a standing radio show. Well, no. We are a sitting radio show. Yeah, yes. the only thing about that is you can hear you'll hear it go. Like all morning long on the mic. Like so. that, that is the treadmill, right? right? <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Like, yeah, uh, I'm an avid listener. You know, this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Nothing, no, nothing is like America. No country is like America. We have to stick together, and uh, we, 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 we deserve our choices. Message deleted. I don't know what that was in reference to, but uh, hell yeah, I agree. We yeah. love us. Some America. America is awesome. I mean, you look at all the stuff going around on around the world, and there's a lot of heavy stuff in a lot of places. And we take for granted, I know I do, and I shouldn't, you know, the, how easy we have it. Like, we get caught up in our little trivial arguments about whatever mm-hmm. nonsense here. We got it good. We really, really do. Yeah. I mean, we won, you know, you may not have won Powerball, but you did win the lottery if you if you were born in America. I still feel like I deserve that Powerball hit, though. There's one ticket that was sold in California, and um, I did not buy my ticket in California. This is so the that's second one. Very hurtful Powerball. Do you, do you think it's possibly the same kid who won the two <laughs> billion dollar one last year? Wouldn't that be awesome? This guy, everyone's been criticizing him for buying these, you know, twenty million dollar houses or whatever, and he, he's doing everything wrong as a Powerball winner, and then he hits again. He goes and buys twenty million dollars of tickets. That's why. <laughs> oh, I love that so just much. So irresponsible with it. Oh, he I just takes so the much. whole one point seven billion dollars and puts it on black at the casino. <laughs> tries it, to double it. Isn't it in California the the store that sells the ticket gets like a small percentage too? I, I think. That's a lot of places where yeah. the store gets like a million dollars if you you know hit one of these massive. Jackpots sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes really? it's a it's like one percent sometimes or a yeah, half that's what percent. I was thinking, but like that's what I'm trying to do the math. Like one percent of that one point seven billion did very well for that convenience store. That's still seventeen million dollars. Yeah. It's not that 1%. high. It's not that high. No, but it's 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 in the, I think it's in the millions. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Can you imagine if you're just like some dumpy little liquor store that sells <laughs> lottery tickets, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, congratulations. You also won $5 million. Hell, yeah. You're I like, we are drinking bitch. all this liquor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. So how about the hot dogs? So 7-Eleven uses Bar S 100% beef quarter-pound hot dogs, and they have their own brand of potato bun. If they are fresh... Those are some of the best hot dogs for a gas station or convenience store. I have not tried hot dogs anywhere else because that's a gamble. Message deleted. (laughs) So I'm pretty particular when it comes to my hot dogs. I like a hot dog that has a strong casing. Like a snap to it. Yeah, yeah. like you gotta work your way through like it. Like, like you, a, you can make it makes a noise when you take a bite into it. And like, you like it you like kind of the, the little juice sort of explodes in your mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, uh, yeah. Portillo's yeah. is a yeah. really good hot dog. Nasty. Big fan of those. Uh I mean, again, I know that's not a gas station hot dog. Uh Quick Trip has some good hot dogs. Well, we we're trying to figure out the reason why I think this guy called, which by the way, thank you for the hot dog information. Mm-hmm. Anytime that you have hot dog information, please call 833 Yo Dummy. This that is America. What, that is what this show is all about. Right. Is informing people about hot dogs. Uh but yesterday we were we were wondering like how many hot dogs could a gas station possibly sell in a single day? And there was a guy that was listening who works at a 7-Eleven, and he said we go through at least 30 hot dogs and sausages a day, which I was shocked. I mean, that's it feels like a lot of hot dogs. No, that feels about right. I mean, why else would you have that kind of space in a convenience store being taken up if it wasn't selling? So 30 a day seems about right. That's, you know, little un- like one okay. point, but so, 1.1 hot dogs an hour. But see, that that's, leads me perfectly to the, the next question. What are appropriate hot dog eating hours? All hours. All I, hours of the day? I'll tell you this much, man. 
there, I could eat, I could eat a hot dog anytime. You want to you, you hear a true story? Last breakfast hot dog, a breakfast dinner hot, hot dog. dog. You can have a breakfast hot dog Hold right on now. A second. We might be onto some breakfast dogs. You ever had a taco dog? A taco dog? No. Dude, I helped invent this. For, for a ballpark promotion I did years back, you take a hard shell beef taco and just throw a hot dog in the middle of it. It's like just a traditional taco, but something about the the ground beef to pork hot dog taste, I don't know, is incredible. Well, we tried to invent the Blizz Dog, and then it got stolen from us. That was... What was the Blizz Dog? It's where you take... You know how, like, some people eat their Frosty with... French oh, fries, you yeah, know, you, and yeah, you, you kind of get the yeah, the salty and the sweet. Uh, but instead of it just being a hot dog, because you need it to be a little more sturdy, corn dog in a blizzard. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. Yeah, delicious. We pitched that to Derek, and we had to sign the rights away to even pitch it. Yeah. We knew this was a billion-dollar idea. Multi-billion dollar. And uh, <laughs> they 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 taken it from us. We can no longer, we can't even produce it ourselves That's now. true, yeah. And here we are, Dairy Queen, just doing nothing, sitting on a gold mine. Uh, we did get a text from 480 just a moment ago that just says, F California and all of the people there. So I think that's in reference to <laughs> the, the Powerball, power but I'm not sure. <laughs> so all I'm going to say is forget the raccoon, get a, yourself a baby skunk, descent it, then you have an adorable little black and white friend for the rest of your life that can live in your house. Have a good day. Message deleted. So I don't know why there is this gigantic movement to get me off of raccoons as pets, but it's not going to happen. But I will say that, to your point about skunks, I mean, skunks are real cute. They and are. Even, even when you, like she said, yeah. descend them, I didn't know that that was a thing that you could even do. But even when you do take the the, the stink glands out of them, they still, like, turn around and, like, show you their little butt, like, look out, See, I'm going to get you. you got to leave that in there and then train your skunk to spray people on command. Yes. How badass would that be? And attack skunk. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is it, the uh, flower from Bambi? Just a little little adorable yeah. little skunk. Oh, yeah. But uh, what I'm going to do, Dave, is uh, I'm going to indoctrinate your children. I'm going to get each one of your children. A ferret for their birthday. Oh, I will. Because <laughs> I grew up, I had six ferrets growing up. They're of course worst. you did, you creep. And I ferrets are the worst. They no, are. they're not. They're terrible. Ferrets are little thieves. No, they're little slinky rats. Yeah. That's all they Dude, are. They are. They they love to cuddle. They don't love to cuddle. My, my, they smell like high did. hell. My ferrets love to cuddle. Can you imagine my honey laying in bed just covered in six <laughs> ferrets? In ferrets? I had a fat ass <laughs> ferret. His name was Brutus. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> was he your favorite? He was. Of he loves eating. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I don't want to make today's whole show about hot dogs, but I do feel like we have not chosen hot dogs. Hot dogs chose us. Right. We did have that voicemail about hot dogs. Yesterday, we kind of dabbled in the hot dog talk. But I was I was going to tell you, Mahoney, um, when we were talking about hot dogs just a few minutes ago, that there was something magical that happened just last night when it comes to hot dogs. For me personally. Dave, are so, we allowed to share this uh, salacious story listen, on the air? it's 2023. Don't you judge me and my hot dog stories. Before we get into it, you ever seen a vegetarian hot dog? Why would I have seen a vegetarian you, hot dog? You know what a vegetarian hot dog is? What? So you take a hot dog bun, mm-hmm. put peanut butter on one side of it, put jelly on the other, and then instead of a hot dog, put a banana in that bitch. I mean, I guess that sounds pretty good, but like, stop it. It's not a hot dog. That's, that's not a hot dog. It's not a vegetarian. That's, that's not a vegetarian hot dog. That's not a vegetarian hot dog. That's a banana in bread. Be like Pe- soy with, chorizo with, sausage. No, with peanut butter and jelly. It's not, I'd eat it's it. not a vegetarian. I'd eat it. I saw it. On, I saw it on TikTok the other night, and I'm I'd like, eat it. But sure, I'd eat it. It's not a vegetarian talk. Yeah. They, that's what they called it. I'm sticking with what they called. I'm not DJ Khaled. I'll pretty much eat anything. But 
You can't say that that's a hot dog because that's not a hot dog. Fair hot dog. So last night, I'm putting up some Halloween decorations because I'm like, ah, kind of like, kind of slacking here. It's getting sort of close to Halloween. Got to get the decorations up. And there was a couple of people that, you know, we talked to recently because we were out for a walk the other night because the kids love Halloween and Halloween decorations. And we ran into a couple of neighbors that just happened to be out, like, in their front yard as dusk was, you know, kind of setting in. And mm-hmm. there was one neighbor that we were talking to saying that there's a few houses in the neighborhood that really go buck wild for Halloween, but they don't do it until, like, the day before in some cases or the week before. You're like, that feels like a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. I want, I would start, like, if, if we're going to go that big... And show out yeah. on Halloween. It's coming like October, or excuse me, August first. Yeah, you right. get some mileage out of that. And so I should have, but we, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on and traveling a lot and everything else. And so we finally got around to it, and we're putting the Halloween decorations up last night. And my wife is inside, and she's making some dinner for the kids because again, it's getting to be about you know the sun's going down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting to be a little bit later. And she comes walking out into the driveway where I am, and she goes, "I brought you something," and she brought me. A fresh hot dog. She made an extra hot dog because she's making hot dogs and mac and cheese for the kids. I mean, she brought me a piping hot hot dog in a bun. And I'm like, and it's just like a quick snack in that moment, yeah, right? It's yeah, not like you, but I needed it. a good dinner and got a hot dog. No, I've been like, I've been out there working, you know, sweating away. Just surprise hot dogs, man. A surprise hot dog is so much better than a planned hot dog. That's Did what I learned. Does your wife know what you? I mean, like, do you are you a ketchup? Are you a mustard? Like, what do you have on your dog? Well, so. That my, my wife had to break the bad news to me that uh, we're out of mustard, and that is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, if I, if I, uh, hot dogs like straight mustard would be fine with me. I go ketchup and mustard. A little bit of both. Straight mustard, it would be the condiment of choice, absolutely. Out of mustard entirely. She went ketchup and some relish, and I haven't had relish in years. You've got relishes sitting around your I house? Guess. I don't, I I don't even say, know. Like, what? Well, where did this relish <laughs> come, come from? from? Did you purchase relish? Did you? She bought a relish she, garden in the backyard? <laughs> they have like that Heinz, like ketchup, mustard, relish combo pack that they, you ever seen one of those? No. It, it's like a little carry, it's like a little briefcase that they. Like a like, carry on? Like around 4th of July, <laughs> they usually sell. Like if you're going on a trip, like that's what you put in the overhead bin when you get on the plane. Hey, a surprise <laughs> hot dog needs surprise relish, man. <laughs> but yeah, what a what a delectable little treat that what was. What kind of Halloween decorations did you put up after, you know. Uh, Dude, I'm never going to financially recover from this. What'd you get up there? Uh, we have to. We are gonna have to talk about this later. It's. I'm very intrigued on is, what you bought. Let's just say it is. She spent a lot of money yesterday <laughs> on Halloween. So much that you're having to eat hot dogs. So she's trying to distract me with hot dogs, and it's working. This is David Mahoney. Yeah. Um. David Mahoney present. Uh. Fast, fast, fast food, food freakout. Freak Shut up and listen to my order. Jason is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Jason, let me ask you your favorite fast food of choice. What is it? I'm going to have to go with Arby's. Arby's, what an excellent choice. They got the meats. Do you know that Arby's <laughs> got their name from uh, roast beef because it's supposed to be R and B, hence Arby's for roast beef? I did learn that recently. From I did you. not know that. You learn something new every day. Yeah, That's absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Dave, Thank you, you know, for me that. Uh, you know, we are here to inform about uh, all of the uh, facets of the fast food industry. Dave, as you know, I'm the world's leading fast food forensic expert, mm-hmm. and since we've been talking a lot about hot dogs today, I did the math, and I've eaten at least fifteen thousand three hundred and thirty hot dogs over the course of my lifetime. How many hot dogs do you think that you could eat during the course of one radio show? How many? Yeah. 
I mean, I think we do four hours. I could do six hot dogs, six, seven hot dogs an hour. So let's just say one seven every, times four. One every 10 minutes seems kind of light. Yeah. Is 28. So I'd say 30. I could probably do 30. You, you think you could eat an entire day's worth of hot dogs that they sell at a 7-Eleven <laughs> in a single show? I think I could. Are you up for the challenge? I'm not. Okay, all right. <laughs> because here's the problem. I wouldn't be able to do the show. I would just be... You know, our, our, our bathroom's not working right now. The, the big stall's currently, uh, you know, on Acapato. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's get to the game. So Mahoney is on your side today. He uh, takes this game very seriously. He does not know the answers. you got to get two out of the three correct. The first one is a customer very, very rude and impatient, waiting on his milkshake. And the staff was having none of it, and they fired back at him and said, you know what, you don't get a milkshake today. Well, is that- hop over this counter and break that camera. You're going to be mad. Oh. So stop Make my milkshake and chill yeah, out. I'm not making nothing. You're not making nothing? Dude, you you heard how she talked to me? Alright. Inside? Inside? I'm not making nothing. You wanna stand here? Stand here. We're not just serving you. I'll go back there myself and make a damn milkshake, mother. Dude, get the hell out of here. Get the out of here. I said. Dude, make me Mr. Sir! What is just going on here? That is chaos. Yeah. Alright, so is that A, a Burger King, B, a Freddy's, or C, a Culver's? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't think it's a Burger King because I don't think Burger King has shakes. Or at least I've never I'm had a so shake cool. at a Burger King. Yeah, they do. Like every fast food place. I'm going to go it. with uh, Freddy's. Freddy's is incorrect. I'm sorry. That was a Burger King. Burger King has shakes? Yes, they've got shakes. They got sh- strawberry, they got chocolate, and they got <laughs> vanilla. Like everywhere else. Hold on. Let me pull up okay. Burger King's yeah, go, website. Go ahead and... Fact check me on Burger King having shakes. <laughs> While you're doing that, okay, the they have an Oreo shake. Yeah, uh, this woman thinks that somebody stole her uh, her card and starts yelling things at people and doesn't go well. Literally, street chocolate. Like that's you can see it. It's disgusting. That's hard to make the Like really, it's stuck at the bottom of the cup. You don't see that? Yeah, that's what you want. You didn't want mocha in it? A mocha cappuccino is not that. I got you. Here's your gift. This is a $10 gift card. Then I want my money back. So is this $10 for my experience and my gas, or? Yes, yeah. And then this is okay. I'm going to refund you for this right here. You do realize I've probably spent an hour right now. Wow. So she, I don't know if you caught the last part of that there. She... She was being refunded for the drink that she was displeased with. Uh Uh-huh. And then she was complaining about how much time she'd been sitting there. And she was offered a gift card on top of that. Yeah. Hmm. Is that A, a McDonald's, B, a Starbucks, or C, a Dunkin'? Not a McDonald's. Not a McDonald's. Mm. I'll go, actually, wow, that's hard. Uh, I'm going to step in for some help. Well, I don't have the answer. I don't think it's a McDonald's. It's not a McDonald's. I'm going to okay, I'll go uh I'll go with a Starbucks. Starbucks is and you got to get this one right. Correct. Yeah. They ain't, they ain't offering you a, a, a gift card at a Dunkin'. Yeah, Dunkin they, they're they're they'll punch you in the face, yeah. They, they'll <laughs> offer you 10, ten knuckles. That's right. <laughs> All right, the uh, the last one here is a uh, an angry woman is is, is is you know getting into a, a squabble with a whole bunch of people behind the counter it just spirals out of control. <laughs> Can I get the 
So if you missed it there, there was a smash, and that was when that woman grabbed a coffee pot and hit the manager in the head with it. Is that why she was, was that the manager crying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. This has to, oh. Wow. Is that A? <laughs> Dude, this is really bottom of the barrel this week, guys. <laughs> this is rough. <laughs> is that A, White Castle, B, Jack in the Box, or C, McDonald's? Oh, man. I, I don't, that's too too damn busy to be a Jack in the Box, right? It's, like, that is just yeah. chaos <laughs> for a Jack in the Box. I could see this kind of going down at a 24-hour White Castle. That's the only way that would be busy if it's like a White Castle that's 24 hours. But most of them aren't 24 hours. Most of them aren't. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's a McDonald's. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they're they're well known for the coffee. Mm-hmm. So, but does it come out of a pot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure it does. I think most coffee does. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go with McDonald's for the win or the loss. Jason, you are correct. I know that it is very much against the law and totally inappropriate, but grabbing a coffee pot and hitting somebody over there with a metal it. coffee pot, by the oh, way. Oh, it was? Is it that why there wasn't a smash? That was yeah. why you heard the doink? Yeah. It was one of those oh, big, man. like, industrial-sized ones. Oh, like, man, yeah. that is a move. Like the- this is Dave and Mahoney. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Honey, how closely do you think that the animal world mimics the human world? Because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of dissimilarities when you just break it down to the brass tacks of, like, what we're all about. Like, we're hungry, we're horny, we're tired, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I think those are the uh, the driving forces behind literally every living organism on the damn planet. You know, it's funny because I told you that uh, it's been a couple of years now, but there was large tarantulas outside of my house not a big spider guy, so I wasn't thrilled to see that there was a, uh, a colony of tarantulas that were living in a hill right outside of my house. Uh, but then I, I started to do some research, and I'm like, why am I all of a sudden now seeing tarantulas? And there's a thing that is referred to commonly as horny tarantula season, where the male tarantulas will come out, and they are walking around trying to pick up on the chick tarantulas. Uh-huh. And that's around October every single year. So if you happen to see some tarantulas around this time of year, don't freak out. It is just naturally horny tarantula season. They're out here trying to bang, man. And then, you know, you see different animals acting in ways that you're like, that's very, that's very human. But when you think about amphibians like frogs, you're like, those aren't animals that you would expect to have a lot of similarities to humans until now. What what are, what are, I don't know a ton about frogs, Dave, but uh, what, what are we, where are we going? Uh, so the female European common frog uses tactics to avoid unwanted mating attempts. So these chicks, just like the old adage, hey, I've got a headache, uh-huh. not tonight. Or if you're early on in the dating and the girl's not interested, oh, I've got to wash my hair. Right. You know, things like that are obviously I have no interest in mm-hmm. you go away. These female frogs take it a step further. So a study conducted by researchers say that frogs, the female frog specifically, 
will pretend like they are dead <laughs> so they do not have to mate. Okay. And this is a deterrent to some of the male frogs. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the male frogs, uh, not into necrophrogia. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the frogs exhibit behaviors like full-on rolling onto their backs and grunting when approached by undesired males. And a third of the female frogs fake their own deaths to avoid mating attempts from males they are not interested they in. They roll onto their backs and they grunt. That's a, supposed to be a deterrent? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's some pretty sexy, I mean, with the, them frog legs out there, too? It's like, baby, you want to try some froggy style tonight? <laughs> froggy style. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What do you hope to see in the future of transportation? Do you think we'll get flying taxis in the near future? Message deleted. Uh, I mean, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. There is a lot of talk of flying taxis. I think it's going to happen. I do not need... So, Dave, last time I was in a taxi, which was two weeks ago, mm-hmm. two and a half weeks ago, something like that. Every time I've been in a taxi, they drive like crazy. They don't get in accidents, but you feel like you're going to die every time you're in a taxi. I do not want to be in a sky taxi with a taxi driver. I don't know, man. I mean, I think that uh, if you could avoid all of the traffic, you could just get there in three minutes as opposed to having to sit in traffic for 45 minutes. I'd be all, all about it. Just get a helicopter, man. Like, we do not need the average Joe. Flying cars. Well, that, that that's my thing here. I think by the time we get to flying cars, there'll all be robot cars, like like we're yeah. seeing already. And and I think that accidents are going to be less and less because the, the the robotic cars are all following the rules, right? They're all going the right speed limit, stopping where they're supposed to. They'll probably be less until they run over a pedestrian. Well, un- un- until they do, but yeah. Well, they have. Yeah, they have. Yeah, several yeah. times. But I mean. Pedestrians also get run over by, like, people. It's yeah. true, but I just don't. <laughs> I don't want to fall out of the sky because, you know, what... Yeah, I didn't I, think about see, that. You, you but, get into an accident in the sky, but dude, it's you're, fatal. You're, you're putting so much stock into, like, regular pilots. Like, you and I know some pilots. Sure. And they are hot messes, man. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. They're fun. But at least they have two <laughs> up there. <laughs> so, 100% of the pilots that I know drink like fish. Sure. And so this whole idea, like, well, there's two of them. One of them's got to be sober, right? But do you think it's going to be regulated the way that the airlines are? Absolutely not. I think think it has to be. And I think Chris is right. I think that it'll all be automated. It's not going to be carnies up there. It's not going to be like the the dudes who fly hot air balloons Mm -hmm. just getting keys to (laughs) sky taxis. In in that that fantasy, futuristic world, we are dead and have been dead for 100 years. Well, fly my body around. Please leave a message after the tone. Youth of the nation, like what is he? What are you talking about, bro? You're not even young. The, the youth of the nation doesn't care. The song isn't even applicable to what it meant when it came out. And even when it came out, it was corny as. Shit. I got news. Time didn't help you. The youth of the nation lost, bro. We're all working. We all got crazy jobs, doing stupid shit that we all hate. We are. We are all busy with kids and taxes. And I'm tired of this Message deleted. Bro, why are you, are you raging s- about a POD song from 20 years ago? <laughs> why are you upset at a mediocre alternative song from 22 years ago? Like- also, um, man, like, you got you to gotta change your perspective a little bit, in my opinion. Uh, y- we do not have it bad. Like, you think about the generations before us yeah. where it was like, 
okay, we're going to go from one world war to a Great Depression to another world war. Like, that was when times were really, really bad. Yeah, my 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 grandfather, my great-grandfathers and, you know, and beyond were all farmers. You know, they were out there every day farming the land, working the land. Like, yeah. I mean, it was no air conditioning. You had 10 siblings and, like, Seven of them survived birth. Yeah, my you know, mother lived in a house of five people, in a one-bedroom apartment with five people growing I th- up. You know I think I mean? about, like, yes, everyone has challenges, I, everyone has struggles, but we just don't have it nearly as bad as we like to pretend. We all do, yes. And that we can focus on the minuscule ones because the bigger ones uh, aren't necessarily. Don't exist. Yeah. So, I, you know, my wife, her family originally is from Sweden. They immigrated in the late 1800s from Sweden to Minnesota. Because they apparently just love the cold. But one of the things that they, her great grandfather would always tell her grandfather, you know, they had a, like a family saying, it was, life is to be endured. Yeah. Like, not like in yeah. the pursuit, like America's like the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Like, we are seeking happiness. Happiness is guaranteed, but the ability to seek happiness is, whereas, like, coming from Sweden, they were like, we're just going to endure this bitch. Just going to try yeah. to make it through for as long as we can and then yeah. die. There was, who, was, who was it that was telling us about that? They had a neighbor who was 100 years old, and he had been through all of those things that we were just talking yeah. about. And one day they were over there talking to their neighbor, and they said, hey, tell me about the good old days. And he stopped them in their tracks and said, no, these are the good old days. I love that. These, what you're living in right now, sure. we have got it good. You got to appreciate it because it's fleeting. Yep. Unless you're Mahoney being sick, because he doesn't have a good right now. End of the world. Yeah. Really, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is worse than the Dust Bowl. This (laughs) right here. Did you know that swearing is a sign of intelligence? Also, walking around your house naked or eating spicy food for breakfast, all three of those are signs of intelligence. Message deleted. I heard that before about What idiot told you that? I've heard that. You're just naked and eating hot fries at 6 o'clock in the morning while cussing. Like <laughs> you see Albert it. Einstein cussing <laughs> out his wife naked with some, with some hot sauce in hand? This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, do you feel like you are prepared to retire? Because I remember when I was a young man, I used to think that people... You know, that were in their 40s, like we are, you know, had it all together, had it all figured out. You know, they knew. were the adults. These yes. are the people who are running the world. And then I'm like, no, we don't, man. We don't, nobody knows what they're doing. It's I got it. no damn clue what's going on. Um, Dave, I've been ready to retire since the day I started working. No, I know that you're like mentally ready to uh-huh. retire, but like, are you financially ready to oh, retire? Oh, financially? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. what I want and what will happen are two different things. What I would love uh, a giant abode down in the villages of Florida where mm. all the crazy stuff happens on a day-to-day basis. But uh, financially, I don't think I'm, you know, unless I plan on dying at 42 and I mean, I, I'll, I'm 40, I've been 42 for like three months. So if I die at 42 years old and 42 and a half, then yes, I'm ready to retire. Okay, yeah. If my funds sure. are going to carry me through death. So you've got basically <laughs> like one paycheck. Yeah. Got it. Uh, well, you're you're not alone. A survey of 2,000 employees, half salary, half hourly, revealed that about 53% of hourly workers feel confident about comfortably retiring, not like now, but like in the, in the very distant future. 63% of salaried workers feel comfortable with it, but still uh, not an overwhelming amount of confidence from people when it comes to retirement. And, you know, we've been kind of spooked by this whole thing of uh, – you know, the Social Security drying up, our entire adult lives. Well, the recessions always, yep. you know, as a as a, as a a elder millennial, Dave, mm-hmm. or an ex or the Oregon Trail, 
generation, uh, you know, we've been kicked in the face at literally every turn, about every decade of our life. You know, you think 2001 with 9-11, you think about the crash in 2008 through there, then you think about the, you know, what we went through with COVID. About every 10 years, we, you know, we get kicked in the face and we're like, you know, just changes the entire calculus on what we had planned for the future. Yeah, and it's always like there's there's these boats that keep going by that we keep missing. You know, you talk about you know these massive increases in you know houses. Like if we had just had the foresight to buy a, a two million dollar house right when COVID hit, when it could have gone to zero, uh, then it would be a five million dollar house right. now. You know, but just didn't quite have the money at the time, and dang, yeah. here we are. Forty uh, percent of people say they find it hard to talk about saving for retirement with anyone other than a spouse highlighting the need to make conversations about retirement savings more open and socially acceptable. I mean, I I feel like that is absolutely true. Most people don't like to talk about this, and most people don't have any idea what they are talking about. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have, uh, you know, you know uh, taken some courses in school to prepare me for this, you know, but the, you know, how we started off our life in the world of working, Dave, mm-hmm. working in the food service industry really kind of created some problematic uh habits yeah. over the years you know money pocket full of money we're like well we'll make oh, more later then i'll just make some more later yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is that what we're blaming it on we're blaming it on our time is wait when we were waiting tables yes yeah let's yeah. normalize figuring out how to save money and let's normalize blaming someone else for our irresponsibility this is david mahoney Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. This is not exactly breaking news. We've known this for a long time, but there just seems to be one thing after another that confirms that Jada Pinkett Smith is an awful person. What does she do now, Dave? Well, she, because she's out here trying to sell her book... Uh, has revealed something else that's deeply personal about her relationship with Will Smith. And it's something that we've suspected for a while. You're like, there's just something not right about these people. Yeah. Uh, according to her, they uh, they have been separated for the last six years. But they're just pretending. They've just been faking it the entire time, talking about unconditional love and being more in love now than they've ever been and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, you know, she's obviously out here, you know, hooking up with like 24-year-old rappers and this and that. Sure. And who knows what Will Smith is doing. I don't really care. But, like, you're so disingenuous. But when you're pretending and you're, yes. you're building your whole brand around this, you know, inclusive, sharing, openness of a family, and then you're just all lying. I mean, I'll tell you this, man. When Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and nobody did anything, I was horrified. And even more so, and you want to just talk about how messed up Hollywood is. He gets up there later on in the evening and wins an award and they're clapping for him. Yeah. Like, screw Hollywood. Yeah, screw those award shows. fake and phony and everything about you is corny. Yep. Like, I thought Will Smith was one of the few that was actually a real one, you know? And Felt like it. I, I have been duped. And, sure. And I now know that. But like Will feel- Smith, you know, growing up with him on Fresh Prince and everything else, like he was one of those guys that seemed like he was a genuinely good dude, you know, loved his life, obviously, you know, great personality, good musician, all that stuff. Sure. But he seemed like he was genuine. And now we find out the whole time he's just a liar. Like, just, you're just a liar, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, you know, this isn't like Bill Cosby level of betrayal. No, but no, because it feels, there's nothing worse than that. Exactly. But, like, as far as, like, you know, as far as, like, just lying and just, like, completely ruining your image, he's uh, he's found a way to do it, and uh, I think it's at the hands of Jada. 
Yeah, Jada seems like she is the master manipulator uh, behind all of this. And obviously, you know, Chris Rock, um, you know, getting slapped because, you know, Will Smith was so offended for his beautiful wife when really they've just been living this lie for this whole time is the cherry on and top. And the, the best part now in the book, Dave, uh, she's claiming that Chris Rock. Uh, tried to uh, ask her out on a date oh, when sure. she was going through sure. a, a divorce. Uh-huh, yeah. Or, or, or when, they, or when the, the uh, separation talks were originally happening. Mm, like, no. Yeah, yeah. No. You're just so desirable, Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett Smith. So, uh, Pete Davidson is a pretty weird dude. We know that. Uh, but he was on The uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he said that he uh, he bought 3,000 to 5,000 sealed VHS tapes one night when he was high. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. He said he believes the investment could be lucrative as uh, 2026 will mark 20 years since the last VHS was made and retro fads become valuable. Sealed copies of, um, of his different purchases – uh, he said about $30,000 he's been able to sell some for. Well, at least that's what he thinks. But he said, for instance, a rare edition of Rocky of the VHS fetched $27,500 at an auction earlier this year. So he is convinced that his uh, three to 5,000 sealed VHS tapes were an excellent investment. Oh, it's interesting that these are movies mm-hmm. and not. I thought they were just like the blank ones. No, no, these are. Actual movies that oh. are sealed. And I like that he doesn't know the number. It's just somewhere between three and 5,000, which is a pretty big swing. That's some good weed. It must be. Uh, and finally, Disney is raising park prices again. <sighs> I mean... <laughs> it's already so guys, expensive, man. It's guys. Like, as a father of four, taking my kids to Disney, it cost me thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. It's, thousands. Every time I'm at the park, Dave, uh, I see a dad... Wearing a shirt that says most expensive day ever. Yep. And that could not be more accurate. I mean, my wife and I are double income, no kids. We were annual pass holders for many years until, you know, the COVID times ended up hitting and they changed a lot of things. And I'll just say this, man. It is unbelievable how expensive those tickets are. But the uh, Disney fanatics will continue to pay them. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild that it's as expensive as it is. It's getting more expensive, and yet somehow it's not expensive enough because the parks are still so overcrowded. They're, yeah, they're busier now than ever. Yeah, it's just wild. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I don't mean to throw you under the bus here, Mahoney, but here we go. Uh, Chris, let me ask you a question. Uh, as far as people that are perhaps the most dramatic individual that you've ever met when it comes to making sure that absolutely everyone knows that they're sick, would you say Mahoney is top five? Without a doubt. I mean, I didn't even think that was a question. So, a bit rhetorical. Yeah. yeah. I feel, obviously, attacked right now. Mm-hmm. Dave, Audrey is on vacation in Italy. I've been under the weather for, you know, almost two weeks now. Yep. But I've I've been here. I've been doing the show. I'll give you that. Oh, you, wow. You, you, you came to work. You show up for four hours a day and you talk. Bravo. Audrey sneezes in Texas, and she's like, I don't want to come in. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we normally have a, you know, we have an understanding here on the show is that if you're sick and you're contagious, stay home. Yeah, you don't want to get everyone sick. I but get I'm that. not contagious. I've got a sinus infection, yeah, and it's just been prolonged. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I, you know, I'm, I've got a little, you know, uh, uh drainage cough yep that's been going on i've been straining through with my uh my my voice as well but i feel like staying home yesterday really getting the rest that i needed last night has done me a world of good i feel better today than i have in at least eight days love to hear that for you glad you're on the mend but again 
this goes back to not even this week. Last week, we were on a Zoom after the show had wrapped up, and Mahoney found a way to shut down the Zoom meeting because he wasn't feeling well. He's like, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I don't have anything prepared for this. I'm just, I'm not feeling so hot. And our boss looked at oh, him yeah. and goes, he, he was like, no, Mahoney, yeah, you, you know need what? to go home. Yeah, let's you just, let, you, you just take the rest of the day off, bud. We're, do, we're done here. Yeah, we're done here. Because our just boss is down. an empathetic, caring individual, unlike you two sons you of bitches. You couldn't power through a Zoom meeting I for another trying. 12 minutes. Dave, I leave it all on the field every single day during the show. But you do this with your wife as well. You said that last weekend when she was visiting with you that you were trying to force her to do everything possible Not for force you. force her to do everything. I just, you know, I... I admit that when I am under the weather and I'm with her, she has a she wants to take care of me, mm-hmm. and I, uh, as a only child, tend to lean into that a little love bit. Love to be taken yeah. care of. Uh-huh. There is nothing in this world that I love more than somebody else doing things for me. Like for me, my love language is people is acts of service. You do stuff for me, I will love you forever. You know, he, we we might be wrong here, Dave. Like Mahoney's really a genius. He si- he sees opportunity in everything. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like, I'm ill. There's opportunity to milk this for the next three weeks at work, only for the things I don't want to do. I am 100%. I, I am just that dedicated to doing the show. <laughs> he is so offended that you insinuated he might have been faking it for these past two weeks. <laughs> just I'm so that way. back coughs on the air. Just, just in case there was any additional work that Audrey was doing that could possibly get passed on to him, he's like, guys, I am totally incapacitated here. I just I just couldn't possibly <laughs> uh-huh. take on any more responsibility right now. I am overwhelmed. Uh, I'm sure you are. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So there's two types of people and which one are you? Taking the mental health day to make a three-day weekend, are you the one who takes the Friday off and starts the weekend early? Or the one who takes Monday off and uh, comes back to a four-day week? Which one? Message deleted. Uh, delayed gratification is always the best, and the idea of you know taking Friday off. There's nothing wrong with that. I like a three day weekend that starts with a Friday you off. Do you just as much as everyone else? But if I have my choice, and it, let's say that in a in a magical hypothetical world that'll never happen, uh, where all companies decide that it's a good idea to do a four day work week, I'm choosing You're opting for Monday. Monday's off every single time. I'm with you because when you start the week on Tuesday, it's really like the Monday. Yeah. You know, and you kind of, but like Fridays, you're already half-assing it. Right. Anyway. I st- Fridays are a good time. Yeah. You, you can't know? half-ass it on a Thursday. We do. You know, we drink beer on Friday mornings and no one bats an eye. Yep. If we did margarita Mondays, everyone would be like, this guy's got a problem. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, though. If that happens, does that make Tuesday the most productive day of the week still? Or is that going to move to Wednesday? It's going to move to Wednesday. And yeah. so you have Wednesday as the most productive day of the week. And then Thursday, you're like getting through it. And then Friday, you're just you're totally like, screwing yeah. off. Yeah, it's great. Also, I will say, I do love the advent of just, you know, saying I need a mental health day for work. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes people need you a, do? a break, No, I mean, man. but it you didn't used to be, you know, you would have to like, I've got explosive diarrhea or whatever. But now, you know, we live in a yeah. world where we can go, yeah, I need a mental health day. And you can take it off and, you know, you're and not going to get And grief. if they don't let you, yeah. then you can sue them. People That's are right. more likely to say they had <laughs> diarrhea than a mental health day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that they're embarrassed by that. So we knew a guy 
in radio who was very smart and read all of his contracts and all that fun stuff, unlike yeah. unlike us. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he, uh, he was kind of done with his job for a while. And turns out uh, when we switched uh, companies years ago, we got 60 sick days. 60? 60 wow. sick days. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. And he decided that he was going to take two months of mental health days because he was just done with the job, but what could, company couldn't say anything. Just going to get paid. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like question his mental health? Yep. That's the one thing you can't question. Nope. Something else can't question? Mental diarrhea. Yep. It's true. You don't Take, want to. Yeah. Taking a <laughs> mental diarrhea day, bro. Please leave a message after the tone. Question. Owner of a lonely heart or owner of a broken heart? Which one sucks more or which one's better? All right. Have a great day. Message deleted. I don't think necessarily having a broken heart is the absolute worst thing that could happen to you, but I think it's something that needs to happen at some point in your life so you can... To appreciate the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, it's kind of like most people when they, you know, get divorced or whatever, and then you, you get the second marriage, you're like, all right, like, I figured a lot of stuff out here, you know, that I, I wish I'd known the, on the first go-around. It's the same thing with having a crappy boss. Like, you don't really appreciate your good bosses unless you've had some really bad ones. Man, and most people I know who get divorced are generally happier after they're divorced. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a reason why. Like, just because, like, we got one shot to live this life. You don't why have be the, miserable for, the, not for, that much for the majority of it? Yeah. Be I, happy. Don't care what anybody else thinks. Live your life. I disagree. Having a broken heart sucks. It's the worst feeling ever. Well, yeah, but you can get over a broken heart is the point. Yeah, that's why I don't date. And you, I'm, try, I'm trying to avoid that. You literally just date. went on a date. Yeah, but it's not serious. How do you know? That's how dating works. Because there's no second date. That's how you well, know. Well, that's, that's just because you blew it. Yeah. I avoid that, though, you know? Keep myself safe. Do you have a broken heart right now? No. But. Have you ever had a broken heart? N- no. But. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that's the problem. That's your problem. Yeah, man, you're not you're not getting invested in this. We're talking yeah, about mental some... health days, guys. We're not investing in my dating life. If you keep this up, I'm going to take a mental health day right now. Go ahead, Burn, diary for... boy. Mahoney, well, I'm enjoying the drama of your worst neighborhood adversary since that punk that you surreptitiously murdered. Uh, but I'm just wondering, what's the revenge going to be? <laughs> maybe bologna on their golf cart or maybe down a roast beef sandwich and a uh, flaming bag of duty or maybe even uh, your Tommy Bahama shorts on their porch? What's it going to be? Message deleted. So for those of you who don't know, I, I walk in my neighborhood on a fairly regular basis. Uh, in my last neighborhood, I would walk every day and there was this vicious, evil, monstrosity of a pug who would, who's the only dog in the neighborhood who would try to viciously attack me. Every By other dog viciously cool. attack you, you mean like look at you and bark? He, he came at me a couple he did, days. He, did he? he and then I lunged turned, at you with his and I turned, fangs I, glistening I, I in the night. I flipped the script on that pug, Dave. Yeah. And I and I and I you know I showed my dominance like when a bear's charging you in the woods. I bowed up and I made a lot of noise, and that oh, pug oh, did oh. not want any of this. That's right. And then the pug died uh, a couple months later. You pugged him out. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I do not miss that dead ass pug. He was he was a bitch. Uh, I am not going to be causing any sort of uh, criminal damage to my uh, neighbors who have uh, decided to, uh, you know, uh, knock on my door and ring my doorbell late at night and run away. Uh, no, these are going to be, uh, I'm, going, I'm going to cause uh, mental damage. So that's, that, that, which is perfectly legal. See, I liked, I liked his first idea, though, the baloney on the golf cart, because you could run by and be like, 
this is the Mahoney Baloney Pony. <laughs> I would never waste bologna, man. You know I love a bologna sandwich. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You remember that scene from Tiger King where Joe Exotic is screaming, I'm never going to financially recover from this? That is me right now because of Halloween decorations. My wife and I were kind of talking. We're like, you know, it's already middle of October. Like, if we miss the boat, is it too late to put up Halloween decorations? Because a lot of our stuff got damaged last year because uh, it was really windy by our house. And so, you know, we got rid of some of the stuff, especially with the move and everything. We're just like, ah, let's just toss this stuff because it's pretty beat up anyhow. And so we're like, do we really want to go out and buy a whole bunch of Halloween stuff with only a couple of weeks until Halloween? And the short answer is, yes, we did. And it is so expensive. What did you... You sent me a, a picture last night of uh-huh. two giant things. What uh, they, are those? Those are giant... Uh, they're giant skeletons, but they have the pumpkin head with the little LED eyes that, like, follow you around. Creepy. And uh, they are 12 feet tall each. Okay. <laughs> they are so excessive. Did the kids love them? The kids think that they are adorable. But I kind of worry about my children because we have this other little skeleton, and my daughter Olivia is like, "Hang the little dead baby skeleton from the giant skeleton's hand." I'm <laughs> like, "You're getting a little too into this Halloween thing, man. I don't know if this is healthy or not." <laughs> but it was, it was working. Like nothing makes me happier than when I'm putting up decorations, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or whatever it is. And we like doing that stuff because all of our kids are young and they're still so into it and we know that these are precious few years. You'll get many years of use out of all of these. So, I mean, this is an investment into the future of your home. And you can't, like, especially people in your neighborhood are going out, you know. We can't be the house that's not. And you want to be considered one of the cooler families in the neighborhood. That's right. Which uh, I know you do. So, because we were putting the Halloween decorations up last night, I actually met one of the neighbors that lives in the cul-de-sac with us, the one with nine kids. I hadn't met him in the six months that we lived there. And the Halloween decorations drew him out. Oh, yeah? He's he's like, ah, so you guys are going big for Halloween, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we sure are, as a matter of fact. But also, Dave, I mean, they've got nine kids. They probably don't want any more kids around. Or, you know, (laughs) you're probably pretty busy if you've got nine kids that don't have a whole lot of time to chit-chat. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, very nice guy, but had, had a good chat with him. But mm-hmm. I tell you, there's nothing as a dad, and I'm sure plenty of people can relate to this if you decorate for any of the holidays. When you're setting up your decorations and already people are coming by going, ooh, that's nice. They're, they they yeah. start admiring it. We had a, a young family with a little boy who was probably, I don't know, five or six, and then a little girl who was a little older, uh, nine, ten, and they're like, that's a really cool skeleton that you have there. Can we, uh, can we walk up the driveway so my son can check it out? I'm like... Absolutely not. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm like, come on up here. Of course, you know. And then I'm like, he's got a brother. I'm setting him up next, you know. And it was, I just love that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then something very strange happened because it was getting dark out. And I've got the skeletons now set up and they're lit, you know, because like the chest lights up and the head lights up and they're pretty, pretty cool. But again, very expensive. Uh, like $350 each. Damn. Yeah, oh, my I know, God. I know. Um, <laughs> take out a second mortgage just to pay for <laughs> Halloween decorations. And I see somebody else that's walking kind of by my driveway, and I'm like, well, another admirer. How, how fantastic. <laughs> and then he, he like kind of turns around and like walks away. And then I'm like, does that guy not have shoes on? He, he's walking out of the street? Walking out of the street, and then I'm like, well, maybe he's just the next-door neighbor or something. You know, he just like walked across the little mm-hmm. street. Like, that's pretty, pretty close. Like, no big deal. 
And then I see him walk over to this pile of trash that my next door neighbors actually have out, and he kind of starts to look through it. Okay. And I, it looked like he picked up, because bulk trash day is coming up, so there's like stuff that's being sure. put out by the neighbors. And it looked like he picked up like a boot and was going to like try to put it on. And I'm like, is this guy, because he looked like a fairly well-to-do, he had like a polo shirt on, uh-huh. he was in shape, you know, like I'm like, what is going on here? And so I, I'm, I'm walking over his direction, not because I'm going to confront him, because I don't particularly want to get you, into a fight. You don't want to confront a shoeless man who's Very out little there. to lose. You I know? Mean, dude, he's already got the yeah, pain tolerance point. to walk on asphalt with no, in, in you know, with no shoes on. I'm just walking because I, I was legitimately going outside to check the mail. Okay. And so I'm walking towards the mailbox, and this guy is is walking away, but he, he's doing this thing where he's sort of like slowly walking. You can tell he's sort of doing that half look over the shoulder thing at mm-hmm. me, and I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on here? I'm thinking, well, if he starts to, to charge me, I do have shoes on, and they're <laughs> Nike Air Maxes, so I'm super fast. Well, and you also used to, run cross, yeah. used to run cross country, That's so right. if you need to turn the uh, the wheels on. I can still do it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he walks past my neighbor's house and starts walking down this little gravel road that leads to the fence for the little subdivision mm-hmm. that we're in and then out. And I'm like, just like, that's such a strange thing. And he disappears into the night. Maybe it was a ghost. And then what? And that's the end of the story. That, no, that, that can't be the end that's of the it. story. Yeah, no, there's no more. I was perplexed as to what this guy was doing. Like, if he was really there looking at the Halloween decorations, and I'm totally misinterpreting this situation, but why on earth would a shoeless man be walking on gravel? It wasn't that late at night. It was at 8 o'clock or something like that. That's but, weird. But dark. Really dark. straight. It was dark, but yeah, wasn't like the middle of the night or anything. Does, like, do criminals go out menacing at 8 p.m.? That feels a little early. Like, I mean, everyone's still awake. You need some shoes, man. you got to go to some extreme lengths. Maybe that skeleton had shoes on. I don't know. Let me ask you this. <laughs> he stole his Nikes. <laughs> Are you sure he wasn't? Maybe he knows that we're doing Socktober right now. He was showing us what a great need there is for socks. Exactly. Like, this guy, or maybe this or, guy's in charge. He's got some socks. Vi- for me. Vi- yeah. Viral marketing. Or Dave, you think about this like they're showing you what the you know the people need. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you think about what was the the a Christmas tale or whatever one of the three ghosts come. Uh, a Christmas, Christmas story. Past. Yeah, a Christmas yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe he was just like the uh, this is a Halloween story. The ghost a of shoeless Halloween guy future. walking near my mailbox. What a stupid story. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. You know, when you're really in the Halloween spirit, but you're still a bit of a hillbilly, this is kind of the perfect thing, isn't it, Mahoney? What's going on, Dave? There is a man from Missouri, your home state, mm-hmm. that decided that he wanted to show that he was definitely in the fall mood. And so he hollowed out a pumpkin. And he paddled in this gigantic hollowed-out pumpkin for 38.4 miles. Okay, I've seen this done before. You have? Yes. Okay. Is, is, Shockingly, yes. Is that something that occurs regularly in the, the great state of Missouri that you've seen? Um, it's Yeah. I don't know why people do that, but it's, I've seen it done before. Did he get stuck or something? No. He just, I mean, it was a feat because he paddled for 38.4 miles in a 1,208-pound pumpkin that he dubbed Huckleberry. He spent 11 hours paddling from Kansas City to Napoleon, Missouri. 11 hours. His name is Dwayne. Of course, that's mm-hmm. Dwayne. Yep. Well, congratulations on that. Now you're in Napoleon, Missouri, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. So we had the, uh, the the sausage toss yesterday, and we thought that was bad. Mm-hmm. If you missed the story, there was an altercation at a gas station where uh, the, the 
customer got mad with the clerk and chucked a sausage at the clerk. But the clerk retaliated after this woman ran out of the gas station. She ran out of the gas station with the sausage and chucked it at her car. I mean, yeah, that's. I feel like that's fair. You throw a sausage, you get a sausage thrown back at you. But a sausage fight is, at worst, kind of funny, you know? At worst. At worst. It's kind of funny. I mean, you could probably lose an eye. Yeah, this is not so funny. A 28-year-old from Florida is facing felony charges after assaulting her 76-year-old neighbor, Daniel Powell. The incident occurred at a mobile home park where they both reside, according to the report. Uh, Powell used to speak with the uh, the individual, this young lady, while she was walking her dog. But during this altercation, the young lady, at 28 years old, picked up an unsecured bag of dog feces oh, and no. threw it at his face. Oh, hell no. Leaving... Man feces smeared on his face and the bag on the ground. I thought you were going to say she picked up the dog. <laughs> she, chucked, she chucked a poodle out. I mean, I, I, if you hit somebody with a Yorkie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, you know, we've talked about how some parents take uh, youth sports far too seriously. Uh, perhaps this man just shouldn't be attending youth football games. An Orlando man flashed his gun at his son's football game after other parents said, our son is better than yours. Did it shut him up? I mean, I guess, yeah. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, we've talked about, you know, the lack of value in a four-year degree from colleges if you don't really know what you want to do. If if you you don't have a plan, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens to a lot of kids because by the time that you get done with college, if you go straight through, a lot of times you're like 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. years old. And you maybe know, don't know what you want to do with your life or for a living. You haven't found that thing that's really spoken to you you're just passionate yet. passionate or you're good at. Right, unless it's like this laser focus on becoming like a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. And just find something that's going to make a bunch of money and do that. Every job's going to make you miserable. <laughs> for real. But it's interesting because, you know, there is customization now from colleges out there for people that don't necessarily say, hey, I have this singular focus. Right. Because the market's just changed. I mean, we've talked about this plenty over the years. I mean, some of our most successful friends never even went to school. 100%. They they just focused on what they wanted to do, but they were also very good at doing side hustles. And it was before the phrase side hustle ever became a thing, Mm -hmm. right? It was like people were out there doing multiple jobs, learning different disciplines and several fields and because of that they've been able to uh, advance their career in different ways while not having a singular focus or being as uh, chained to a single uh, you know employer or profession and now colleges are starting to do this as well where they're offering what they call like individualized study so you can get degrees in things that interest you but it's not just like you're doing this one thing like it used to be. Okay. I mean, I think, you know, the way that education is now, you know, the it, I think a lot of people can agree that reform is needed. And, you know, I, we certainly need to lower the cost of it because, I mean, at this point, it's damn near insane uh, considering, uh, you know, what a four-year degree costs at yeah. most schools now. So, you know, if finding a way to better tailor that to people, I, I am here for it. But I'm also here for, you know, employers giving people who have a good work ethic, who are smart, a chance in fields that don't need degrees. Because guess what? There's plenty of fields that don't need degrees that right now have that arbitrary barrier to, to enter them. And I think you're missing out on a lot of good candidates. And, you know, you're you're suffering because of that. The, uh, the, the people that were talking about these, you know, customized degrees say that most people out there believe that self-reinvention 
and self-invention is super important because 23% of jobs are expected to be disrupted in the next five years. And, you know, there was a, a report coming out about, you know, all these companies that were like massively popular companies going bankrupt in recent times. Like and you're like $30 billion companies in the last year filed for bankruptcy. But you you also see about how everyone is trying to come along and find ways to disrupt things right. that didn't used to be. Like, who would have thought that Bed Bath & Beyond would just be dead in 2023? Yeah. I mean, that was like the place where... staple. Yes. Or staples. <laughs> or staples. Or staples, yeah, for that w- matter. W- Sears? Like, when's the last time you've been in a Sears? Well, I mean, Sears has been, you know, Sears has been dying for... That's what I mean. ...good 30 years, Like, Dave. you expected that one. Yeah. But then you see, like, Bed Bath & Beyond, you're like, I thought y'all were doing, like, pretty well. When Target dies, that's when the apocalypse has arrived. Yeah. Target ain't never dying. Mm-hmm. Ask my wife. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Yeah. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Come on, guys. Dukes of Hazard. Oh, Catherine Box, a.k.a. Daisy Duke. Oh, man, she had it going on as a young teenager. I couldn't wait for that show to come on. I would sneak our little black and white 12-inch TV into my bedroom and wait for that show to start. I think Daisy brought me into puberty. Unfortunately, my bedroom door didn't have a lock on it, and my sister can attest this is a true story. Oh, oh no. No, your sister that... walked in on you while you're going to town <laughs> watching Duke's Duke Hazard, Hazard on a oh, 12-inch black and white TV. So embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> oh no, bro. Um, yeah, is that worse than your parents? Because that may be worse. I mean, your mom think, may be I think worse. Your mom is the mom, kind of understanding. But if your dad, it's just like whatever. No, I, your mom is the worst. You think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your dad's Sisters. like just wrap it up. Man. But your mom's probably never going to talk about it again. Your sister will will hold that never, over your head. Ever tell let all you hear. her oh, friends? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What's the best piece of advice someone's ever given you? Message deleted. No one's watching. No one cares. Stop thinking that they do. Lock yep. the door. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What's your, I put that stuff on everything ingredient. For me, it's onions. Everything could use more onion. Message onions deleted. and garlic for me, yeah. everything can use onions and garlic. Onions I, can, I, can kick rocks. And uh, It's hot sauce for me, Cholula, on almost everything. So also, I yeah, mean. I agree I, with you, Dave. And I keep saying this, man. If you go to a place and the food is just okay, just put salt on it. Yeah. You'd be surprised how undersalted so many good things are. You know, you go to even like like Chipotle. I don't know about you. Like, do you get you the- salt Chipotle? Well, not the not the burrito, but the the uh, guacamole desperately needs. Ah, interesting. I, I do. I agree with you on that, man. Um, I hadn't thought about especially that. Especially guacamole. That, that would make mm-hmm. it way better. Yeah. Yeah. Unsalty guacamole is just it's horrendous. So I have a confession. I'm I'm finally ready to make on this show because I've kept quiet about this. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I I know I've learned in working with you guys, you tell these guys something you don't like, and then they will find a way to work that into your life every single day. That is not true. But it's time that you guys know that I think the worst thing to put on food and the worst thing to ever eat is pickles. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm not a I'm not a sliced pickle guy. You I'm shut a, the hell and up. And the look on Dave because I know Dave loves pickles. I could eat. Hold- I did it yesterday. I my wife got the pickles that are just like halves of pickles. They're not like the quarter pickle sandwich it's just like, style pickles. But they're, they're not not the slices. I'm talking about just like half pickles. So they're basically like a dill pickle, just just cut the, cut, cut in length. Yeah. Okay. Ate three of them yesterday. Just no, see, I'm housed I'm, them. Went over you, to the jar. Just blah, 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 pickles blah. need girth. 
They need they need volume. They need girth. Like they need a crunch. Like I can't do. I don't like sliced pickles for whatever reason. Just do not like. But you thinly like the snap of a of like a dill pickle. Oh yeah, or just a whole ass like pickle from the gas station. I oh, am yeah. in. I am oh, in yeah. on that. Yeah. But Even it's got to be girthy when you're putting it in your mouth. And hot. Yeah. Well, yeah. it is hot yeah. when it's girthy. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>